Hey y'all, it's your HBIC, your head blurred in charge, Ty, with shout out to my blurts. And it's me, Ty, your chaotic goody good. And uh, I'm bringing you this special crossover Christmas Eve edition episode, whatever you want to call it. Of shout out to my blurts and chaotic goody good. Believe this, the two of us in the same house. Is this a crossover episode? No, I'm just kidding around, man. Hey y'all, so it's Ty, and I'm doing a special crossover episode between my podcast, shout out to my blurts, and my YouTube channel, chaotic goody good. I don't know what I was thinking, but I told y'all hoes I was going to bring y'all some holiday content. And so here I am with a head cold <laughs> and, uh, and I'm still going to get this out to y'all. Um, I'm excited about this time. This year has been such an amazing year for me and I'll get, talk more about that in the podcast because this will be the last episode of the YouTube channel for the year. Cause y'all, this is a lot of work. Okay. I don't know if y'all noticed, like it's a lot of editing. It's a lot of recording. It's a lot of, and I'm still new to this. Listen, I'm an elder millennial. Okay. So it takes me a little while to figure out how to do things. I have to watch like 10 tutorials just to know how to do one thing. Like I got really excited cause I figured out how to really make my, um, thumbnails and now I'm obsessed with making thumbnails. It's so much fun, but I had to watch a tutorial on how to do that. So as for the YouTube channel, this will be the last video of the year, but as for the podcast, um, I'm going to give y'all one more episode before the year is over, but I wanted to come before you all today. Um, for some of you who don't know, so my listeners or shout out to my blurs who don't know, I have a YouTube channel that I started. Um, I've had it for a while, but I just started putting content on it over the past few months. So go check it out. It's chaotic goody good. So goody dash good. Uh, please go check it out. I've been having a good time there. I've uploaded two Christmas videos and this will be the third. So one of the videos I'm like watching music performances of Christmas songs. Um, the other video, I'm watching the Christmas episode from season one of Popular, which was one of my favorite shows back in the early aughts when I was in my late teens. And so um, that's been really exciting. I guess I'll talk about my favorite things when it comes to the podcast and the YouTube channel, because that's what this episode is about. It's about me just talking about my favorite things and having a retrospective of this year and even talking about my favorite things for the holidays. I love this time of year. Christmas season is my favorite time of year. Um, and so for the podcast, some of my f most favorite episodes were probably the ones I had guests on. Like I had an episode where my sister and I talked about Barbie uh, there was an episode where I had a friend of mine, Marcus, who's a playwright, and we talked about theater. And then I had two of my really good friends, 
Mikita and Ari on and we talked about Halloween and horror and that was incredibly fun. Um, I look forward to what comes in the future when it comes to the podcast and having on more guests and having more dynamic conversations around black nerd culture. I definitely got to get my friend Ace the Outsider on my podcast. Uh, cause when I think of blurred for some reason, like his face kind of flashes in my, in my mind. Uh, and he, uh, he puts together the blurred parties. They just had a game night the other night and I'm sorry I missed it, but I'm sure they had a blast next time I'll come with my dream phone or my phase 10 cards or something. So I hope they do that again. And as far as the YouTube channel, I only have a few videos up. I had a really good time with the unboxing the sky box from my boo, Simone Sky. And um, that was a fun video. My first reaction slash review uh, of Space Traders, that one was so incredibly fun. Once it was all done, the editing is not my favorite part. I'm really good at it, but it's not my favorite part. It's very tedious but that was incredibly fun and I really loved the end product. And even the videos I've shot over the past few days, my popular review and uh, the Christmas songs and I use iMovie. And so um, I think the first two videos I shot and edited with the iMovie on my phone. And then the other ones were all done on my computer it's a lot. <laughs> I do think I need a new computer. I'm like running out of space. So like I said, it's a lot to get this content out, but you know, um, those have been some of my favorite episodes. I'm just so incredibly excited and happy and blessed to have all these different things that I'm into that I can do talents. I've been blessed with to be able to have a podcast where I can talk to the masses or to have a YouTube channel where y'all can see me and all my awkward glory. And, um, it's a good time. So I'm going to take my first break because like I said, I have a little bit of a cold, like who gets a Christmas cold? Who gets a holiday head, head cold? Like, what is this? So, um, a beach got to go blow her nose. Is your heart still unmoved by what you've seen tonight? Look, I've tried getting help, okay, but I'm always smarter than the therapist they send me to. Why don't you just leave me alone to deal with mental health and Christmas in my own way? All right, y'all, I'm back, and um, I got some lovely Canada Dry ginger ale. It is the best and only ginger ale to drink when you are feeling sick. This is not, I am not sponsored by Coke or Canada Dry, but I wouldn't mind being sponsored, I suppose, by whoever wants to sponsor me on shout out to my blurts or chaotic goody good. But anyway, yes. And then plus like Canada dry ginger ale is a staple in any black household when you are feeling under the weather. So there's your commercial. Uh, <laughs> so it is the holiday season and I want to talk about some of my favorite things. So I just got done crying my poor little heart out watching the family stone so if any of you have never seen the family stone it is a movie <clears throat> about a family diane keaton plays the matriarch and um 
all her kids come for the holidays and Sarah Jessica Parker plays one of her children's uh like girlfriends and she's like this really uptight kind of girl and some of the family don't like her and it's a whole thing and um you know as the movie progresses and spoiler alert for an almost 20 year old movie if you have not seen it please tune out i don't know what what like time mark to tell you to go to to not listen to spoilers let's say uh 30 seconds from now uh so basically her character diane keaton's character she had breast cancer it came back and at the very end of the movie they fast forward to the the following christmas and her character passes on and um but it was just so beautiful to see that the family was okay and to see how they all came together and it just made me boohoo cry because it's just like oh and it's such a good movie. And I love, I love holiday films that can elicit an emotional reaction from me. I think that's a good staple of any holiday film that can get me a little misty eyed. Um, because the holidays really is about love, the love you share for the people that are in your life. And so, um, Another movie that does that for me is The Holiday Calendar. It's a Netflix original and uh, Kat Graham is in that. And she is, um, uh, she played Bonnie on Vampire Diaries. Well, Kat Graham um, is this character and she's a photographer and Quincy, he's in it with her and like, you know, spoiler alert for this one too. I'm sorry, it's going to be a lot of spoilers. If y'all don't watch holiday films, like what are you doing? Um, but they, you know, they realize they love each other and, you know, at the end of the movie, when they share their love for each other, that makes me misty eyed all the time. I just really love holiday movies. Um, you know, my favorite. So if I had to say my top five, uh, starting with five, oh boy, this is hard. Okay. Ooh, I should have prepared a little bit more. Okay. Ooh. Because I like so many. Y'all, I love holiday films. Okay, five, I'm just going to give to a wild card. I'm going I'm to give it to the first Christmas film that I see in my DVD collection, which is to my left. Um, five would be... No, I don't want to pick that one. Best Man Holiday. Okay, I'll pick that one. And that one does get me in the feels. So that movie came out 10 years ago, which I cannot believe it because it feels like yesterday that I was sitting there. I went with some of the ladies from uh, my church and we went to go see the movie. And y'all, <laughs> we were boo-hoo bawling, crying by the end of that movie. I mean... First of all, I love the original Best Man. I love that whole series. I love all those characters. And for them to make the second one a holiday film, genius, okay? And so we were boohoo crying on that. So that would be my number five pick. Number four would be, um, uh, oh gosh, it's a tie for... I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, which one should be at four and which one should be at three, but I'm going to put, uh, this Christmas at four. I, <sighs> to me, that's a perfect movie. And I bet they had so that movie and I love Loretta divine. She's one of my favorite people. 
just in general. I just, she, she has a way, when she talks, it just sounds like music. Like she sing, like something about how she, her cadence and how she delivers her lines is just so special. Um, and so I love her throughout that entire film. Uh, that's, that's absolutely one of my favorites. I do have some thoughts though on Claude's character and I get it. They had to pack a lot of storylines within this one cohesive black family Christmas film. I just, and this is an unpopular opinion, I'm sure. So Claude's whole secret, you know, he's military and his whole secret was, you know, he went on leave without permission. He got married and, you know, his, his wife was a white woman, you know, whatever, whatever he's hiding her from the family. Okay. Don't y'all think it would have been a little bit more interesting if Claw were gay? I'm just saying, follow me. Okay, so you see him having these clandestine conversations off to the corner, you know, whatever. And then he loses his temper in the club with the dude. So that could be repressed, like um, not being able to share who you are. I just, I feel like it would have been more interesting if Claude would have brought home a man. He went and married a man and that's why he's in trouble with the military. But like I said, I understand why they had to go in the direction they went. I'm just saying, I, I think it would have been slightly more interesting if Claude were actually gay. But I love that film. I love everything about it. I love the music. I love the acting. I love the Soul Train line. I love Idris. Uh, okay, I gotta move on. I need to have a whole episode just talking about this Christmas. So I'll put that on the calendar for next year. Uh, number three would be Scrooged with Bill Murray from the 80s. I love that film. He is such a menace. And he plays Scrooge so perfectly. So if y'all watched my review when I talked about popular... And they did their take on A Christmas Carol. Um, using the Christmas Carol in a storytelling fashion in movies and TV shows is probably my favorite thing. That's such a good story. And I love how they utilize it. And so the movie is called Scrooged, which I love because it's like screwed, Scrooged. And uh, he's just this crass like TV executive and he doesn't care about nobody but himself and you know you know the whole story and then the spirits come and they visit him and i remember as a kid seeing that and being scared uh there were a couple scary parts there was when his fr friend came to see him his old boss and like the golf ball came out of his eye and, and the rat came out of the back of his head and um and then um the part where Oh, especially this part at the end when he was in the coffin and it was going into the incinerator. I can't talk incinerator, and he's like banging on the sides and he's like calling for his mom. Like, oh gosh, yeah, that used to scare me. But that movie's good. Alfre Woodard is in that movie, um, a very young Alfre Woodard. And uh, it's just a good time. It has a great, beautiful holiday message. Like his speech at the end, that alone. And that gets me teary-eyed too, because I'm a big sap. 
that alone gets me. And, um, you know, I, I just love redemption stories, you know, and, uh, number two and number one, like, are we surprised? So number two is home alone. The first one, I love it. I love, um, just the nineties of it all and the family with their house laden in poinsettias <laughs> and uh this crazy big family and kevin outsmarting the um the robbers the, the wet bandits and i just love the the story of it all and um him having the moment with old man marley and it's just very beautiful it's just a very you know macaulay culkin who is a national treasure so um I do love that. But number one for me is Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. And this is why. Because a lot of people, their favorite is Home Alone. And Home Alone 2, admittedly, is basically copying and pasting from the plot of Home Alone, the original. But this is why Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is number one over the original Home Alone for me. So Kevin's a little bit older. So the wisecracks are a little smarter. Like, I love when his family is having that meeting and like they're falling for Buzz's bullshit, like really? And he's like, no, I'm not apologizing. Buzz humiliated me. Like, I love that he was standing up for himself. I love that he called Uncle Frank a cheapskate. I, I love it. Love this, Kevin. Um, <laughs> good times. But also what Home Alone 2 has that Home Alone 1 doesn't have is that escapism because he goes to New York City in 1992 as a kid. Like, that's crazy. So as a kid growing up, I always thought New York was like scary. Like, oh my God, there's people all over the place. And, and maybe it was because of the way like my parents and specifically my mother like made me feel like New York was just this big scary place. And to see Kevin just kind of I mean, and yes, it's a movie and yes, he's a little white child. So his experience is going to be a little different. And yes, his family is loaded. So, <laughs> but seeing him like with his head out of the taxi cab and who standing on top of the uh, North Tower, I always get the two confused. Uh, he was standing on top of the one that didn't have the antenna. I don't, I don't remember, but he was standing on top of one of the Twin Towers and uh going through central park and they staying at this fancy hotel and ooh, jump scare we're seeing freaking donald trump in the hotel um but uh and just having this adventure and as a kid like especially when you would go on family vacations hotels are the best it's so much fun especially if they have a pool and uh and he got to do that. He, he had the pool. He had the room service. He had one of those little refrigerators you have to open with the key. And he had uh, the, the movies on the televisions. And for his dad to like yell at him over $967, sir, you forgot your son a second Christmas in a row, okay? You're lucky CPS didn't get called. So you yelling over $967 on room service is not a big deal. But um, those are my top five favorite movies. 
And uh, as far as TV shows, I just have certain episodes that I like. I love the community Christmas episodes. Well, the first three. Uh, I like the new girl Christmas episodes. Those are hilarious. Oh my God, the living single. Slay Melt Ring, are you listening? When Kyle comes in with that in the lane, yo. (laughs) (coughs) So I love the holiday episodes of my favorite TV shows. Um, Because the thing is, it's like, if we're all experiencing this time of the year, so are they. And I love that it gets worked into the storyline. So, yeah. But I'm going to take another break for the podcast and then I'll figure out a way to edit around things for the YouTube channel. And uh, we'll be back. Play bells ring. Are you I want to talk about holiday music so i do have an episode on chaotic goody good where i was watching some musical performances um from some artists who sing christmas songs i love christmas albums i love christmas music i don't mind the christmas music that starts playing before thanksgiving i don't i don't mind it at all I, th- I think it's beautiful. I love NSYNC's album, Home for the Holidays. They have a lot of good songs on there. 98 Degrees had an album um, of holiday music that I thought was really beautiful. Um, I love the This Christmas uh, soundtrack. I like the Home Alone score. I like Tony Braxton's Christmas album. I believe Brandy just released a Christmas album, which I have not listened to yet, but I do plan on it as well as watching her new Christmas Netflix movie. We'll see. I've been hearing mixed reviews about it. I know people have mixed reviews on Brandy in general. I always liked her. I don't mind her. Um, but I, I love the holiday music. It just, it sets the atmosphere. It gets people in the spirit. Like there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's a good time. Do I have a favorite? If I had to say my top five favorite renditions or songs so this is in no particular order uh temptation silent night aka in my mind it's just classic it's so good like and who who would have thought to put that type of arrangement together it's so good to all of you oh my god it's so good uh donny hathaway this christmas yes and i also love what chris brown did with it but patty labelle and that performance and her background singers that's probably my hands down my favorite rendition of this christmas it's too good it is too good she really did ad-libbed all she can because she had she didn't know the words and she had no background singers okay (laughs) so good um I love NSYNC's Oh Holy Night. I do talk about it in the other video. Um, And they also have some good originals. Like I like the uh, Under My Tree song. And I love um, JC had wrote You Don't Have to Be Alone, which is on the Grinch That Stole Christmas. The Jim Carrey one is on that soundtrack. I think that's a beautiful holiday song. Um, I like Kelly Clarkson's 
version of my grown-up Christmas list. Oh, and of course, of course, the queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. I love whenever I hear that. I love whenever, like, there's a scene in Love Actually where the little girl is singing it at the end. It is so beautiful. I just saw a video recently on TikTok. A little boy, a little black boy, was singing the, the opening. I don't want to His voice was so pure. Oh, so that one is a classic you can't go wrong with Mariah Carey at Christmas because she is the queen. She's the queen. I like being in the stores, like not when you're getting closer to Christmas. Like I was avoiding any store, like the plague yesterday and today. Like there's no way in heck. Shoot, I went to the store Friday. I went to Target and it was a madhouse. So I don't like it around like the week before Christmas, but like prior to that, it's pretty fun. I like how the stores decorate. I like the music blasting, like, you know, the contemporary pop music that blasts in the stores, the department stores. And when you go to Target or Walmart, <clears throat> I love the decorations. I love seeing inclusive wrapping paper and decorative nutcrackers that are black and black santa clauses i love that because i've had to like i have a santa and i had to paint his face black um so as much as people everything's so well shut up like representation is so important there's a gentleman here in the city and i'll shout him out his name is dewitley and um he dresses up every year as kente claus and um and it's pretty cool and i, I love that he does that i love the joy it brings to the children and i want to shout out to all the people um that have put on events all the organizations that have done uh, toy giveaways to families over this holiday season. It really is better to give than to receive. Um, cause listen, I, as long as the bills are paid <laughs> and there's food in my belly, I'm good, but I want to make sure the next person is good. And so I always love seeing that. I love seeing kids be gifted with gifts and I love the events that they put on in the city to uh uplift these families and to help them you know people fall on hard times so with that i'm gonna end this session So, um, I want to talk a little bit more about the season and I want to talk about just my favorite things, even from childhood. So, um, for those of you who are watching the YouTube channel, you can see over my right shoulder, there is a picture of my parents that is Nate and Cynthia Harvin. 
this was them as a young couple in the late 70s, early 80s. I was born in 83. And so um, they really made Christmas so special and memorable every year for me and my siblings. Like, and I think a lot of it is like, I think my dad, he uh, grew up having to share a lot of things with his siblings. And so when he had children, I feel like in a way he might have overcompensated and wanted to make sure we had everything. And so Christmas is growing up in our house. It was so much fun. Tons of toys, tons of gifts, baking cookies. Like I remember one day we went to school. I think I was in second grade. And when I came home, and there was a time where my mom was working and my dad was a stay-at-home dad. And we used to call him Daddy Mommy. <laughs> and um and he had decorated the whole house for Christmas. And um, and it was just so dope. And so some of my favorite like gifts that I received growing up. I remember I wanted a baby rollerblade doll. Does anybody remember the baby rollerblade? I wanted that and I got that one Christmas. Uh my Fisher Price uh, kitchen set. I got that Christmas at 87 when I was four. <laughs> um my Barbie motor home. I think I was eleven. Yes, I was eleven, still playing with Barbie. So I was 11, I believe, and I got my Barbie motorhome, and it was so much fun, and it had, like, a detachable thing, and it had, you could open it, the Barbies could sit, <sighs> so much fun, so those are some of my most memorable gifts, and then as I got older, I remember when my dad got me an iPod, y'all, my dad got me a video iPod, and it was the dopest gift. I want to say I was like 18 or whatever those came out. And just learning how to like put on music and put videos on there. And I wish it still worked. It sadly has gone on to glory. I still have it. It just doesn't work. So um, that was a really, really great Christmas gift. My dad always gave the best gifts. He really, really did. Uh, and I miss him. I always, I miss him around this time, especially because he was Christmas, you know? He really made things special for us. And of course, love eating Christmas cookies. And so <laughs> I'm going to be baking cookies tonight. Lord have mercy. Lord help me. <laughs> but, you know, we love doing that. We would play in the snow and when we, would come in from playing in the snow our mother would have like hot chocolate ready for us to to consume and, you know so, to warm us up after playing outside in the snow so I, I guess you could say I had a pretty charmed life growing up and and I, I appreciate that and I try to create that for my children so um you know because Kevin said it best like you can mess with a lot of things but you can't mess with kids at christmas even if they're on the naughty list so <laughs> and i loved the commercials and i loved the jc penny catalog that came out around christmas that had all the gifts and all the 
I still like getting some of those catalogs. I think Walmart had a catalog, a toy catalog, and it showed you all the different gifts and things you could possibly get. The commercials were on steroids around Christmas time growing up. Like everything we saw, we wanted. <laughs> and, you know, and I mentioned it in my last video when I was talking about popular, how I uh, was able to throw holiday parties for a few years. My parents let me throw my first holiday party when I was 16 years old and my friends came over and we had such a good time. Like, and like I said, it was just cool having my same age friends just like be at my house and watch Christmas programs and chat and laugh and joke and play video games together and exchange gifts and eat together and enjoy one another's company because when you're in high school listen those four years go by so fast they really do so cherish the time you have because we all move on with our lives we all become adults and parents and spouses and business owners and you know whatever and so we don't always have time to to be around each other like we were when we were younger and so um that was something I looked forward to was throwing those parties. And uh, that was definitely one of my favorite things just coming up. And then when I had children, I used to love just making Christmas magical for them, taking them to go see the Christmas lights on people's houses, decorating the tree together, wrapping their gifts, uh, taking them to see Santa. And this is another thing. So when it comes to Santa, I get that there are people, Christians, who have a problem with kids believing in Santa. Oh, no, Jesus is the reason for the season. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also nothing wrong with the magic and wonderment that children feel at Christmas time. And Santa's a part of that. Let them have that. Okay. I was just talking with my best friend last night. Shout out to her. She was in my Thanksgiving episode. Um, and we were talking about how, you know, how we found out. I'm not going to say too much because my child is in the other room and he still believes. Um, I found out naturally. And when I did, it wasn't a big deal. I didn't feel upset or betrayed or anything of that nature. I just was like, oh, shoot. It was kind of like getting to peek behind the curtain. It was kind of like a magician letting you in on how he did a trick. And so when I realized how my parents made that magic happen every year for us, it made me appreciate them more. And I was like, that's really cool. So when I became a parent, of course, I want to keep the magic alive for my children. Now, my daughter, she's 11 now. I don't think she still believes, but my son is 80. He does. And he knows he's on the naughty list, but he also knows that he has a mom who's going to take care of him and love him. And Santa has not forgotten about him. So let kids have their magic and their wonderment, y'all. Okay? They'll find out eventually. So instead of y'all crushing their dreams, there's no da, da da Don't do that. Just, God, let kids be kids at Christmas. Damn. <laughs> Is it that hard? So I need to take another break because I don't know if y'all can hear it. I can hear the inside of my nose beatboxing because it wants to be blown so badly. So I'll, I'll get back with y'all and wrap up this episode.
Shout out to my blurts. Chaotic goody good. Yay, yay. So as I wrap up this final episode of the year for Chaotic Goody Good and this penultimate episode for shout out to my blurds, <sighs> y'all, this is going to be a bitch to edit, but you know what? Okay. <laughs> but I just want to encourage you all to, you know, really understand the true meaning of Christmas um, or whatever holiday that you celebrate, be with the people that you love. The people that you like. Because you can love your family, but you don't always like them. So be around the people that you like and love. You know, like, don't force yourself to be around people who don't celebrate you or appreciate you or who make you feel bad about yourself. You know, so I'm looking forward to spending time with my kid. I'm looking forward to seeing my friends. I'm looking forward to the final week of this year. Like, y'all, I'm so looking forward to what's going to come in the future and for the upcoming year. I've made so many moves this year that are in line with the future that I hope to have and I hope to give. My um, listeners, I'll shout out to my blurs. Please go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chaotic Goody Good, because it is a chaotic goody good time and um i just appreciate y'all being here i appreciate um being able to be here another christmas um it really is about the love that you show for others it really is about goodwill towards everybody And it really is about opening up your heart and allowing others in. Um, You know, this year was very special. And I have so many things that I haven't even covered. Part of it is because I didn't take notes. And part of it, also another part of it is because I got no sleep last night. I'm tired. I'm about to take a nap after this. I don't know. And I don't have my sense of taste or smell at the moment. I'm hoping it comes back tonight by the time I make these Christmas cookies. (laughs) But um, I'm just going to throw out some things that are also favorites of mine and then, you know, get on with it. Um, I like seasonal cereals. So cereal is like one of my favorite foods. And so... uh, I, I got the sugar cookie toast crunch and I got the the Captain Crunch Christmas Crunch cereal, which is basically crunch berries in the shape of Christmas trees and stockings. <coughs> and um, so I, I like those seasonal things. I like the Santa favorites and eyes cookies, which I don't know why I didn't buy a box. I love those things. Those are so good. A little shortbread with the sprinkles on it. It's all good though. But um, so I, I, I like that stuff. I like the... Um, I like the different things that take place around the holidays. I used to love 
when my school, especially my grammar school, would throw a Christmas program every year. And uh, the different classes, we had different things we would do. We had different songs we would sing. or We would act out a skit. I remember, I believe it's the kindergarten class. This was just a tradition. Like literally every year, a different kindergarten class would do, um, they would do the uh, the nativity. And so they had somebody play Mary, somebody play Joseph. They had a baby doll that was baby Jesus. They had angels. So the angels would be in the front and sing. And then they had shepherds that would come up and we would sing this song. And, um, you know, and every time they, and the shepherds came and as shepherds, we were like walked out. So I was a shepherd. I chose to be a shepherd instead of an angel. And uh, I remember when my sister, she was a year younger than me. She was in, in her, when her class did it, she was an angel, but I was a shepherd and my dad let me use one of his walking sticks. And, uh, it was really cool, but they would say, and the shepherds came and the angels said, peace on earth to one and all on the night. God gave his children the greatest gift of all. And then like at the end, when all the shepherds were there and all, they would sing the greatest gift of all. And Mary would like hold up the baby Jesus to the sky. Good times, man. So I thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, chaotic goody good. I will see y'all in 2024. Shout out to my blurds. I got one more episode coming to y'all this week before New Year's. And uh, thank you for tuning in to this crossover episode. I really enjoyed myself. I probably won't do this again, or if I do, it'll be like only one or two more times. This is really hard. I'm going to be doing double duty with editing, but, uh, and I want to shout out to my son for staying quiet while I was recording. And so you can say hi if you want, just like say hi, don't come over here. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having having trouble making their miracle happen. There are people that don't have enough to eat. That there are people that are cold. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, "Here." You can make them a sandwich and say, "Oh, by the way, here." I get it now. And if you if you give, then you then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's it's everybody who's got to have this miracle. And it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you the miracle will happen, and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these bastards who says Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud. It's not. It can happen every day. You've just got to want that feeling. And if you like it and you want it, you'll get greedy for it. You'll want it every day of your life, and it can happen to you. I don't. I believe in it now. I believe it's going to happen to me now. I'm ready for it. <sighs> And I, it's great. It's a good feeling. It, it's really better than I felt in a long time. I, I, I'm ready. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs>